was the bottom of the ninth with McGuire up the bat. Feeling so at home in my giant ace cap. I was eight years old, wearing gold and green. From my head to my toes, rap game Billy Bean. She was my first kiss, but I don't think it counts. On the kindergarten trip to the Oakland Firehouse. Sitting in the stands with her family. With the baseball glove her dad handed me. As the season unfolded, we held our breath. Watching Ricky Henderson, the quickest runner in the West. Hello, and welcome to the podcast Jokestrap with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will discuss two of his favorite things, which are sports and stand-up comedy. Hence the name Jokestrap. If you like this episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes, or wherever podcasts are available. With that being said, please enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hey everybody, welcome. It's episode 85 of the Jokestrap Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. My name is Wes Hoffman, and it's good to have you here. Um, Exciting information. Uh, just brand new to Jokestrap Podcast for the first time ever. Um, You now have a way to contact me that's a lot easier than trying to find my email somewhere or uh, find me on Twitter or whatever, Um, exclusively just for this podcast. So if there's ever a question I ask on the podcast and I was like, what do you all think? And I've done that before, and I don't really have an easy way for you guys to comment on anything, I realized... Anyway, so now I do. So now here's a phone number exclusively for this podcast. So anytime I ask a question or or something, or if you have a question for me about comedy, about sports or something, something you want to know that I could possibly answer for you. Um, and uh, now you can. You can, you can do that by dialing 916-237-7237. That's 916-237-7237. And uh, sometimes if your uh, question is uh, good enough or whatever you say I think is good enough, uh, it might be on a future episode of Jokestrap. So this is exciting. I'm interested in seeing what people have to say. I know I hadn't really had a... uh, I don't have a Twitter account set up exclusively for this podcast. I don't have an Instagram exclusively for the podcast. So I figured this was a good way to get some interaction from people who actually listen to the podcast, uh, assuming they're not all just bots. Um, but bots, I want to hear from you too, baby. <laughs> Let me hear it. Uh, not really. I, I, do, I don't want to hear from you. Okay, stay away. Um, that being said, thank you again for being here, for being here for this uh, episode 85. Um, big weekend, I guess, coming up. Uh, sports-wise, because uh, the big game is on Sunday, as of right now, the big game, the Super Bowl. Um, it's about the biggest game during the COVID era, uh, I guess. Uh, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird still, but it's still happening, so I guess that's better than nothing, right? Uh, at least there's still a Super Bowl. I just hope everyone plays it smart uh, in terms of watching, in terms of celebrating, if they do celebrate, and I just hope we don't see a spike, you know, in COVID cases, because people are having big parties and shit, because it ain't worth it, it's not worth it for a football game, it's not, and I understand if you're a Tampa Bay fan, if you're a Kansas City fan, and you're gonna want to celebrate, because I'd feel the same way if, like, one of my teams was in the finals, and, uh, you just got you got to play it safe, man. 
We're all, we're almost there. <laughs> I know we keep saying that. We're almost out of the out of the woods. Got to get all these vaccines out, man. We got to get 70%. And uh so we'll just all do our part as they say and just just play it smart, man. That's all I'm saying. Enjoy the game. Uh but don't enjoy it with like 4,000 people, okay? Because you don't need that many friends. All right? Anyway, um so yeah, big game Sunday. Uh, I finally decided what team I want to root for. Uh, I'd been mulling it over for a while. I didn't really have a team I wanted to root for in the game. I was thinking about not even watching the Super Bowl on Sunday. Uh, but I finally decided that I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, granted, I am sick of how many times uh, Tom Brady has won the Super Bowl. It is the Kansas City Chiefs that beat my San Francisco 49ers last year. And I just can't see them winning again. Um, so I'm going to give the edge to the Bucks. They're the NFC team. I know they're not the favorite to win the Super Bowl, but they'll be the team that I'm pulling for come Sunday. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a little different. Uh, I think about 22,000 fans they're allowing in the in the stadium, which happens to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers home stadium. So maybe that'll give them an edge in the actual game. I don't know. Um, and uh, then uh, the commercials themselves are going to be a little bit different for the game too because uh, people that we're used to seeing advertisements from are not advertising this year. People like Pepsi and Budweiser. Um, Budweiser actually actually donated their ad campaign money this year to help uh, distribute the vaccines. So that was cool of them. Still not going to drink their beer, but thank you, Budweiser, for doing that. Um, but yeah, so enjoy the game. Uh, I don't have any bets on the game. If you're the betting person, good luck with your bets. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens uh, with that. Um, we got a lot of, uh, Major League Baseball news happening right now, especially today. Uh, the biggest news in the baseball world today came in terms of free agency as the number one free agent has finally decided on what team he wanted to sign with. That being Trevor Bauer, the reigning NL Cy Young Award winner in the shortened pandemic season for the Cincinnati Reds. I mean, talk about making a payday off a 60-game season. Holy moly, man. I uh, did not expect what he ended up getting. Um, so there was two finalists um, that Trevor Bauer had to pick from, and it was the New York Mets and uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yesterday, February 4th, um, it looked like all signs are pointing to the Mets and uh, getting a, a deal with Trevor Bauer in place. Uh, Trevor Bauer was offered from the Mets a hundred uh, a deal worth 105 million over three years, and New York would pay Bauer 40 million in the 2021, uh, 35 million in 2022, and then 30 million in 2023. And then the contract would include opt-out opt-out chances after the first season and also the second season. And then, 
And if uh, the the Mets apparently would have also included five million had Bauer opted out after the second year. So that seemed like a lot of money. It seemed like all signs are going to point to him signing there. Um, but then it turns out that no, Bauer signs with the um, Dodgers, and this deal um, is a little bit better. So. The Dodgers offer him uh, $102 million total. Now, that's $3 million less than what the Mets offered. So how is this better? Well, here is how it breaks down. He gets $40 million in 2021. That's the same. But then he gets $45 million in the second season. So there's more in the second season. And then he gets opt-out chances after both the first and second season again and then uh it goes to uh being let me see i think it goes to being was 40 45 85 blah 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 do the math wes whatever the remaining remaining balance in the third year that's what he gets in 2023 i want to say it's uh 22 million let me do the math real quick. Uh, da, 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 da. He says he paid so much, I can't figure it out. Uh, da, 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 da. 85. So let's see, 102 minus 85. Is that right? He only would get 17 million in the third year. So yeah, and then he would get 17 million in the third year. So um, it. I mean, I would think all signs point to Bauer opting out after the second year with the Dodgers, but you never know. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, so yeah, he chose the Dodgers, and uh, a lot of people are surprised that he chose the Dodgers over the Mets, but um, I mean, he is from that area is SoCal guy, so he might want to be closer to LA. He does want to, uh, you know, win a championship, so obviously the Dodgers are going to have a good shot at doing that. I think they're closer to winning again than the the Mets are close. close blah, 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 the Mets are. Um, so, and then, uh, of course... The Dodgers have some upgraded, like, what do they call it? Some upgraded, like, uh, scientific programs they use in terms of pitching. Uh, they use tech technology, te technological data-driven pitching practices that uh, Bauer is attracted to. So stuff like that kind of lured him towards the Dodgers. So... Anyway, so that rotation got better. Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw, Trevor Bauer, uh, Julio Urias, um, uh, and David Price is your fifth starter. That's pretty ridiculous. Um, I mean, if he had gone in the Mets, it would have been the same story. The Mets would have had a stacked rotation as well. So I just think it's a matter of the Dodgers being closer to winning the World Series and... 
the um, and in a 162 game season, <laughs> not just a short season. So uh, he wasn't the only free agent to sign with the team today, though. Uh, Marcelo Zuna resigned with the Braves, uh, and this one was questionable for a while. Uh, it looked like the Zuna was going to actually wait to see if there was going to be a designated hitter or not this year, and there's still some question on whether or not there will be a designated hitter in 2021. It sounds like uh, right now there won't be, uh, but maybe there still might be. I don't know. Uh, but they re-signed Marcelo Zuna for a four-year deal for $65 million, and if the Braves pick of his option for year five, it'll end up being $80 million. So Marcelo Zuna returns to the Braves. Um, and yeah, so like I said, they still don't know about the DH, even though it's leaning towards not having a DH. Uh, the Major League Baseball had put out a proposal to the Major League Baseball Player Association uh, asking the players to delay the season by a month um, due to you know safety concerns and stuff like that. Uh, but also economic concerns, if you if you think about it, because they wanted to delay the season, have the season be 154 games instead of 162, and then they would uh, have the universal DH again and expanded playoffs. And then with they promised the players that with 154 games instead of 162, that the salaries would not be prorated, that they would still make the same amount of money if they'd agree to this. And the players um, didn't offer a counterproposal. They simply declined. And the way I understand it is that by declining and not offering a counterproposal, um, that means the season's going to start as scheduled. So spring training is going to start in a couple weeks here. And then the... The regular season starts April 1st. Or is this going to be a big April Fool joke on all of this? And it fucking won't. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Um, a lot of people don't understand why the players would uh, reject the offer. Um, some of what I've read is they think it gives uh, it would give Rod Manfred too much power um, to control things, uh, which is uh, understandable. Um, but also, if you look back, Rob Manfred said earlier, like a month, more than a month ago, that this season would start on time. So you got all these players prepping in their off season for the season to start on time. And then you're this whole time you're not deciding on whether or not there's going to be DH or not. And the spring training schedule hasn't even been released and all this. But the players, it's in their, it's in their minds the season's going to start on time. So... MLB brings up this proposal just now, you know, just recently, just this past week. And the players are like, wait, now you want to delay it? Like, where did this come from? Like, all of a sudden, after you said it was going to start on time? So that's another reason they don't want to do it. Because uh, they know from last year's experience, having to start when they started spring training and then stopped suddenly and started back up again. They experienced a lot of injuries, and they feel like if they were going to delay it again this year, that there would be a lot of injuries experienced again. 
So that was another part of the reason why they didn't want to accept the proposal. Um, so if everything plans out here, it's looking like we're getting a, getting a 162 game season. Oh, and not to mention the players also don't like the idea of expanded playoffs because then they feel like the teams um, aren't going to be spending as much to try to compete. Uh, so, like, if there's more playoff, more playoff teams, then, you know, teams don't have to spend as much to try to make the playoffs. So that is another reason why they didn't accept the offer. So it looks like if everything pans out that there will be 162 games this year. Um, the DH is only going to be in the American League, although that's still to be determined, apparently. And there's going to be no expanded playoffs, which I'm cool with because I don't like the expanded playoffs idea. So, again, you know, everything's changing day by day, it seems like, uh, with everything else in the world. So we'll see how it all plans out uh, as far as Major League Baseball goes. And uh, hopefully they can get in the 162 and everything can go swimmingly. Do I think it would have been smart to delay the season another delay the season a month? Uh yes, I do, but I do see the players the players stand in this. I, I do understand um you know, Manfred could have made this proposal back in December and it would have been much more easier to to navigate. But he waits until the begin into January, beginning of February, to make this proposal, it, it's too late, Jack or Rob. <laughs> um, it's too late. So I understand it from that perspective, also. Um. Anyway, so that's baseball right now, and damn, I'm already 18 minutes into the podcast, just covering one sport. Crazy. Tell me your thoughts on the baseball season. Do you think it's smart to have 162 games? Or should they just delay the season? Do you think they'll get in the full season? What do you think? What do you expect? Also, what are your thoughts on Bauer signing with the Dodgers? Uh, Mets fans, how do you feel? Do I have any Mets fans that listen to this? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> um, uh, maybe I do. I don't know. Anyway, um... So let's move on to uh, let's go to, to hockey. Uh, I'll move on to hockey now. I just watched uh, the uh, San Jose Sharks game, their first game in a week. Um, they last played Friday, January 29th. and uh, so today, uh, February 5th was their first game in a week. Uh, their games on February 1st and 3rd got postponed against Vegas as Vegas had a COVID outbreak issues. Um, so the Sharks returned back to California for the first time. They got to spend some time at home and with their families, so that's good. And then they had um, their first game today against Anaheim in Anaheim, and that was a crazy game because uh, the Sharks came out on fire in that first period. They were up one nothing um, after the first. It looked great. Uh, energy-wise and speed-wise and everything. And then they fell completely flat in that second period. And after the second period, they were losing 3-1. to one. And you're like, oh, crap, it, here we go. Second period for the Sharks has been their nemesis this season so far. Uh, they really need to do something about it. Um, so it looked like there was no chance they were going to win the game after the second period the way they looked. 
But then in the third period, they came out with uh, Logan Couture scoring early, and then Evander Kane scores on a shorthanded goal, and then Brent Burns gives them a 4-3 to lead. But then Anaheim comes back and ties it at 4-4. to Eventually, the Sharks win it in a shootout. It's their third win out of four wins in a shootout this year already. So, yeah, it was a crazy game, but a win the Sharks definitely needed. They need to win against the teams like Anaheim and the Los Angeles Kings, who they play after their games against Anaheim here. Um, the Sharks play again tomorrow against Anaheim. Um, so... We'll see. Hopefully they can pick up another two points in the standings. And uh, there's a question or not. Uh, it's a 56-game season at NHL, um, and uh, apparently they've added uh, the winning percentage uh, to the standings for NHL. They kind of like did it without announcing it. Um, and some people think that maybe the winning percentage was added in there in the event that teams, certain teams may not be able to complete all 56 games this season. So then the playoffs may end up going by winning percentage. So yeah, everyone is important, especially if you're not going to be playing all 56 games um, this season. Um, So yeah, that's where the Sharks are now. Uh, So that would make them, what, four, five, four and five on the season, something like that. Uh, something like that. It either it either is that or isn't that, Wes. Um, but I believe they were three and five going into tonight. Yeah, they're four and five on the season, so they're going to try to get to five hundred tomorrow against these Ducks. Um, the Ducks were without Ryan Geslaff today, so that made a huge difference. So we'll see how the San Jose Sharks uh, respond again tomorrow, um, February sixth. And then they'll finally get to play their first real home game, their first home-home game, uh, next week, February 13th, at the SAP Arena in San Jose. And I wish I could be there. Um, usually at their uh, season home openers um, these last few several years. But um, obviously no fans are going to be allowed in Santa Clara County. Um, and even if they were, I don't think I would attend right now. But... Um, it will be nice just to see the SAP Arena on TV again. Um, that game on the 13th at home was originally going to be against Anaheim, but it things have been reworked and everything. So now the the home opener will be against Vegas um, because that's what their home opener on the 1st was supposed to be, if that makes any sense. Their home opener, that was going to be in Arizona, but still their home opener. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. They're going to be playing Vegas at SAP on the 13th. So, there we go. There's the NHL rundown for the San Jose Sharks. Um, hopefully, they just keep improving and get fix this second period, whatever crap <laughs> that keeps happening in the second period of every game. Hopefully, they fix that. They, every time, without fail, they fall apart in that period. Um, the Golden State Warriors... Uh, they played yesterday against the Dallas Mavericks, and then they'll play against tomorrow. Play again tomorrow against the Dallas Mavericks uh, on ABC, actually tomorrow. Um, but yesterday, the Warriors were without James Wiseman, who is out with a sprained wrist right now. Um, they were without Kevon Looney, and they were without Eric Pascal yesterday, and the Warriors. 
still won by an amazing score of 147 to 116. Yeah, 147 to 116. Warriors only had eight players play. I'm sorry, they had nine players play the whole game. And uh, Stephen Curry didn't even have to play in the fourth quarter. That's how badly they beat the Dallas Mavericks. No big man. No, no center. Didn't even need one. Draymond Green technically played center, but he's not really a center. So it was uh, quite the game for the Warriors. Uh, Draymond Green got a career-high 15 assists yesterday. Uh, Kelly Oubre gets a career-high 40 points. So it was a great all-around game for the Warriors yesterday against the Mavericks. We'll see if they can repeat it again tomorrow, February 6th at 5.30 p.m. And, uh, yeah, so great game for the Warriors. Um, they're seventh in the Western Conference uh, now. Um uh, and they have a 12 and 10 record on the season. So that's, you know, they still got 50 games left. So still quite a bit of basketball left to play, uh, assuming everything works out and none of these games get canceled. Um, but yeah, so, so all good with the, the two Bay Area teams there, uh, Warriors and the Sharks. Looks good. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it in terms of sports wrap-up right now. Um, anyway, I just want to throw out the phone number again. You guys, uh, questions, anything you think I should discuss on this podcast, uh, podcast subjects, stuff like that, 916-237-7237. Call in, leave a message. And like I said, if it's something that I think uh, deserves uh, to be played on an episode, I'll play it, and uh, we can discuss it. All right? Sound good? All right. Uh, in terms of comedy right now, uh, I mean, it's, it's slim. There's not much going on. Uh, there's some outdoor shows going on. I know in other states, some clubs are open at limited capacity. I'm not looking to travel to other states right now to perform shows. Uh, as I've mentioned before, I am higher risk, so I'm hesitant to do the outdoor shows as of now. Uh, my doctor did inform me that I should be getting a vaccine, uh, hopefully sometime in March, April at the latest. So crossing my fingers for that because I want to get back out there. So, all right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Um, and I will talk to you guys later. Uh, like I said a couple times already, if you got any questions, go ahead and leave them on that voicemail line. Until then, have a good one. I'll talk to you later. Bye.